This episode of Good Times Great Movies is sponsored by Dr. T. And I can only assume that is one of two people. First of all, perhaps it's Richard Gere who is donating under his character name from the film Dr. T and the Women. So if it is Richard Gere, thank you so much for listening. It's a huge surprise. And we promise that we'll get to American Gigolo at some point. The other possibility is that it is the character Dr. T, and he has somehow managed to escape from the film, listened to our podcast, opened a credit card account, and donated that way. If that's the case, which seems a little less likely, we really appreciate it, but you should probably return to the movie. I mean, I saw Purple Rose of Cairo. I know that everybody else from that film, Helen Hunt, Andy Richter, I can't think of her name, but Steven Tyler's daughter, like they're just sitting around waiting for you to come back so that they can finish the film. So leave your credit card account open. That, that's fine. Maybe jump out on occasion to listen to an episode or two. I mean, I think Andy Richter left Conan to go do this movie. I mean, Robert Altman calls, you You go. I mean, you leave Conan. I get it. But I think he did that. I think that tracks. I'm not sure. But thank you very much for donating. If you would like to donate to the show, go to patreon.com slash goodtimesgreatmovies. Check out the bonus content we have available for you there. Um, at the end of this month, or rather on July 1st, we have a patrons-only bonus episode going up. So if you donate... Any amount of money, you will receive that episode. If you don't, you will never hear that episode. So go in, donate if you want. But for now, let's start the show. A movie that answers the question, Hey, how come Kirk Cameron didn't become a huge movie star? Jamie, yeah. let's go watch Like Father, Like Son. And welcome to another episode of Good Times, Great Movies. Here we are to talk about and have good times with some movies from the 80s, correct? <laughs> uh, I am here. Um, I'm also with another person. It's uh, Jay Lorello and DP McCambridge. Uh, and here we are to chat chat it up. Chat it about, up. Uh, about like father, like son. Yeah, yeah. Oof. For Father's Day, right? This is our Father's Day podcast. Father's Day is on so, Sunday. Yeah, it's coming up. Will you get celebrations and piñatas and such? I, I don't, don't know. I don't know. I, I get piñatas, several. No, excellent. excellent. Each <laughs> child gets me a piñata. It's a lot of fun. There's nothing inside. They just go to the store and buy the empty one. They don't actually put <laughs> contents inside of it. But yes, I get three piñatas. Perfect. Every Perfect. year, I have a lot of pinatas just sitting around. <laughs> because the why garage. break them open if there's no candy inside? Well, now they're just your Father's Day pinatas. Yeah. No, I don't know. We don't I do anything. It. I don't think no? so. Ooh. Year to year, I forget, and then my birthday kind of gets lost in the shuffle of like back to school. <laughs> oh, true, true. So I'm not complaining. I'm just saying I don't 
one. You don't pay attention. Yeah, I don't <laughs> want people to make a big deal out of me. I don't really like to be the center of attention. It's not right. My right. Thing. Well, it is your day, though, so you should you should take no, it. Thanks. Okay. I will. I'm yeah. going to take that someday. <laughs> But so yeah, it's like father like son. Like father is like our son. Groovy movie. From the golden mm-hmm. year of 1987 mm. by Rod Daniel, the director of Teen Wolf. So he's making another That's appearance true. on this podcast. And That's I true. think yeah. during our yeah. um, during our Teen Wolf episode, I didn't look this guy up again. But I think once he was mm. done making movies, he retired to Nashville, Tennessee. Oh really? Perhaps we're neighbors. I'm going to say maybe look mm. him up. I don't know how you can do that. <laughs> I've got ways. See if he's around. Yeah. See if you can get an exclusive interview <laughs> as to why he went from Teen Wolf to this movie. Why wouldn't you? You don't think this is a bit of a step down from... They're too magical. One, a boy becomes a wolf. The other... Uh... A boy becomes a British man. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, and how great is that? Not just any British man. Dudley Moore. Yeah. Let's get real. And not just any boy, Kirk Cameron. I think the real pull of this movie is its stars. Yeah, I guess if you're going to become a British man, Dudley Moore's not a bad choice. I think he's pretty fun. There's worse. Don't you? Don't you think he's so fun in this movie? He he is fun. He is definitely fun. Um, What's not fun is Kirk Cameron, and every single Uh time he's on screen, (laughs) it is... He's not good in this movie, and it's a shame because I love Mike Seaver. He's great as Mike Seaver. Oh, yeah. No. As a kid, watching this movie as a kid, I remember seeing this movie as a kid, and I remember really enjoying it. And one of the reasons I enjoyed it was, A, because of what I remembered of Dudley's goofiness, and B, was because Kirk Cameron I had a bit of a crush on. So why wouldn't you enjoy watching Kirk Cameron? But as an adult watching it, yeah, Kirk Cameron's performance it wasn't – he had Mikey Seaver moments, but it wasn't uh... – No, he he has no personality. If they had gone in and said, okay, just do Mike Seaver, I probably would have been okay with that. But they just said, <laughs> I don't know, do Kirk Cameron? And Kirk Cameron seems like a real boring dude. <laughs> he does. He does. This is true. This is true. Not when he's deadly though. <laughs> um, not when they swap. You Speak – this is not the only swap movie of its time, though, right? This was kind of a period where swap movies was a, it thing, was a thing, kind of, it right? It was a huge thing. Right. We've already talked about one. Freaky Friday. Well, Freaky oh, yeah, Friday Dream a Little Dream, right? Like, the original Freaky Friday was in the late 60s, early 70s. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm just saying that's the start of the... Oh, oh, oh. Europe. That yeah. might have been one of the earliest ones. Or Shaggy Dog. Wait, did he swap with a dog in that, or did he just turn into a dog? I think he just turns into. Was a that dog? Fred McMurray? Well, from we My did Three see Sons? in this movie that animals can swap with each other, so I don't know. Right. Well, yeah, the yeah. swapping works with anything. I guess it works that's with true. Native Human American and... men, sure, and... sure, and scraggly old men, right? Right, scraggly <laughs> old guys. Yeah. So, okay, so you're right, there were other uh, swap movies at that Mm -hmm. time, and we'll get into those as we move on, because there are some things that this movie didn't do that those other movies did, or vice versa. Oh! Yes. 
How clever so, of you. We have a cold opening to this movie because mm. it does not seem like a movie about Dudley Moore and Kirk Cameron at the beginning. We're in the desert to start out. Right. It's yeah. a movie about yeah. an old man who's dying. He's got a stab wound, right, to his leg. Wait, he's has limping he been stabbed? Through. It looks like there's an injury, a bloody injury to his leg, and he's right. like hobbling through he's just the desert. wandering mm-hmm. the desert. Mm-hmm. But at the last minute, I guess like when he passes out or something, when he's when he's reached the end of his rope, mm-hmm. he is rescued. By a topless Indian man, right? Native man, I guess you could say. Well, sure. Uh, yeah, so this Native American <laughs> brings him back to his little hut. Uh-huh. Where he gives this man a sit. Wait, does he give the man a serum or does he drink it? Because as we find out, you don't need to give this. Yeah, only people. one person needs it. I think they give it to the man. Right? Okay, I don't remember. But yeah, it, one but of them. Anyway, yes, this man gets his serum. Once the two of them lock eyes, they exchange. We hear minds. the we hear the sound of rattlesnakes and <laughs> flutes on the background. Things yes. are intense, right? And we realize, yeah, he is the young man is now the old man, and the old man is now the young man. And I think they're completing the surgery on him or fixing whatever his wound up or. Yeah, I mean, I took it as though he could then, you know, rejuvenate. become this virile young man so mm-hmm. that he doesn't die. As they fix his leg. Okay, okay. And then they kind of swap back. It doesn't last very long. Um, you would think at first that the man would be like, oh, I'm going to use this young body and do this. But it doesn't, for whatever purposes, it doesn't. Uh... He's just going to wake up, <laughs> just wake up and run away. He's like, yeah. ah, <laughs> I tricked you. I like wasn't hurt. I just heard <laughs> legends about the fact that you had a mystical brain swap <laughs> serum. And he must not use a lot of this either because this leg repair probably takes all of 20 minutes. Yeah. And if you just take a Tabasco sauce bottle and shake a little bit of that into a drink, it lasts like a week. Uh-huh. Uh, well, he does, but they do give him some to take home. We should note that, right? For some reason... And natives give him some in a little clay jar kind of thing, right? A little jug, if you will, to take a with. Terrible idea. Why would you do that? Well, he's an archaeologist. We find out later that this old man is Uncle Earl, right? Is right. Character. Yes. And and I maybe he I don't know. Why he just he would... trusts him. He's like this dude seems on the up and up. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way he has a precocious nephew that may get a hold of this later. <laughs> <laughs> this guy seems great. And not at all insane, which is what Uncle Earl seems to be later on in this movie. Very kooky guy. Very kooky guy, yeah. But that movie is over. Right. Because now we meet Jack Hammond. Oh, yes. Jack, Dr. Hammond. Uh Uh-huh. Who is Dudley Moore Mm -hmm. and his son. Chris, right? Chris, played by Kirk Kim. And Dudley, to start this movie, is a more serious, more uptight, right? He's very... um, very business, very down to, you know, down to business, very serious. Uh, heart surgeon, though, right? Isn't he a yeah, heart surgeon? Yeah, it's Dudley Moore playing a serious person, which does not work. <laughs> it's hard to take that seriously. Yeah. I'm just ready for him to, like, fall over or crash into something <laughs> or say something stupid and fall over, I guess. But it, it's weird to watch him play straight. I don't like it. It feels a bit uncomfortable. It does. It, that's the beginning. It does feel uncomfortable for that. And for the fact that 
Um, well, they do. So then we're, we're introduced to, to Dudley's character is very serious and in working in a hospital, obviously as a heart surgeon and Chris, like you said, the, his character is kind of like, you can't tell us here really cool. He's not quite a nerd, but he's not quite a cool kid. He's just kind of a middle of the road, right? Right. He's just Kirk Cameron. He's just the middle of the road. Yeah. <laughs> and just... that is what Kirk Cameron is. Which is fine. I mean, listen, I, I understand you're trying to capitalize off of growing pains at this time. Yeah. I get it. Yes, you cast this kid because mm-hmm. he is a heartthrob. He's a teen sensation. Bit of a sensation, sure. But you got to do something to flesh out this kid's character you or something. Him- like, his best friend is Sean Astin, who is just best friending all over this movie. Like, uh, he has all the tropes down and he's talking all over the place. And Kirk Cameron is so bland until he gets into Dudley Moore's body. Oh, yeah. Then he has a personality. But then doesn't he, he's, when he's, when he's Dudley Moore and he's more official and more, um, it seems like it's, um, at times like Kirk trying to kind of be the dad. Right? Doesn't it no, feel sorry. Way? I meant when Kirk Cameron oh, is dead. When he goes into Dudley Moore's <laughs> body, see, then he has a personality, and the personality is just the Dudley Moore we know. You're assuming as actors that they really did brain swap, and so that that's a real great performance on Kirk right. Cameron's. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yes, like when Kirk Cameron <laughs> when Kirk, when Kirk Cameron is pretending to be Dudley Moore when he's right. pretending to be his dad, it's like they just it's said, goofy. "I don't know." Act like a stuffy English professor yeah, or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, Because that's kind of what he does. How he plays it, yeah. And there are moments where he so wants to do a British accent, and it is <laughs> ill-advised. And I just assume the great director who lives in Nashville, Tennessee, after one take was like, whoa, don't do that. Don't do it. Don't do it, yeah. It's not in your favor to do that. But they don't. And, and the problem with this is, and we haven't gotten into the dog and the cat, Oh, but yeah. when the dog and the cat switch, the dog meows and the cat barks. Yeah, yeah. So why wouldn't the accent transfer? It's the age-old question when thinking of brain swap. Does the accent that the swap <laughs> contains, does that carry over too? And you know what? Tale is old as time. I don't so know the answer. Right, <laughs> the Is that what we're doing here? I know you have daughters because you know that. That's awesome. Uh, I have not seen the live action one. I don't know that I could sit through it. Oh, it looks sweet. I don't know. I haven't seen it. I've seen the animated one like a million times. I'm sure you have. I'm sure you have. And Frozen? I think I could recite every line from Frozen. Oh, I don't get the Frozen. I, I didn't ever have to watch it, though. But it's the two girls, they're princesses and a snowman, right? Yeah, let's talk about Frozen okay. instead of this, if, if you don't mind. <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> they're princesses, they're sisters. One's evil, right? Okay. Well, she doesn't mean to be evil, Jamie. I didn't She's read it that way. kind of cursed. <laughs> But it is it is interesting that you haven't not that you haven't seen that, but mm. I don't know, like I feel like after I think the Little Mermaid, mm-hmm. like my Disney knowledge becomes super hazy until I had kids. Like oh, yeah. Mulan, I don't know what Who's that? I, I yeah. never saw that. Yeah, is she the one from Hawaii? 
The um, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> that is not Mulan. <laughs> but I do know a lot about Moana too. I've seen that a bunch. Okay. <laughs> and the okay. Emperor's New Groove. Like these were movies oh. that were made that I have heard of, but I don't know anything about that. Well era of disney maybe we could do a separate podcast sometime um from like disney movies from like 19 no i don't want to do that you already no, i don't either <laughs> i don't either i know the audience can't see faces but the face was like he just swallowed a lemon yep not into it all right fair <laughs> enough let's not why don't we circle back then let's circle back all right okay <laughs> we should okay all to right. Dudley and Kirk. okay we gotta talk i know i know it's hard for you i know you you don't I don't know that you didn't care for this movie, but I don't know that it's your fave. Right? It's not my no. Th- I don't no, want to give it away. I think away, it's but safe can... to say that this is not my favorite <laughs> movie ever made. <laughs> there, we had to put it out there. But we we, all, we know that they're going to swap bodies, so let's just quickly get to who they are before they swap. There's right. there's not much here, but I think it's more important to talk about who Dudley Moore is at the hospital. Because yeah. we've, we've kind of covered that Chris is just a high school student, and that's it. He's a super goof kind of high school. He's not doing well in his classes, right? He's just doing okay. He can't. He wants to ask out a girl. He kind of does, but in a wimpy oh way, God. right? Jamie, I just realized I might not like Kirk Cameron because he might be like me in high school. <laughs> <laughs> It's a little too real. It's a little too close to home. He's good at class. (laughs) He can't ask girls out. This movie may have hit a bit too close to home I think maybe that's what happened. Yeah, but then you grew into more of a Dudley Moore. (laughs) That's right. My God. And I can only assume that's what happens to him later in life. Yes. (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, I didn't run track, though. I was not going to do that. That's weird that they had him run track, but I guess they had to give him something he was successful at and running, I guess, and maybe putting Kirk Cameron in a little pair of shorts. They just give him something beyond school, I think. Yeah. And since we established he isn't good at class or or at his studies, like he couldn't be on like a debate team or something. Mm -hmm. Although I would have, oh, that would (laughs) have been so much better. A scene where Dudley Moore is trying to debate somebody on something that is current to the youth of that time that would have been a great scene <laughs> or Kirk Cameron as Dudley Moore sorry that's okay that's stage okay. just runs around a track well passing a baton right isn't that what he relay relay that's what that's called a relay race it is when you have to pass clearly I didn't I took stats for the track team Wow. That's what chubby girls in high school do. <laughs> I don't know if that's more lame than running track. It's got to be, right? I think it is, and I'm proud of it. It's fine. <laughs> Took stats. What'd you have yeah. to do? Just stand there with like a clipboard? Like a and stopwatch. A stopwatch? And a clipboard. Yeah. Take down their times, cheer them on. How did you get that job? Did you? Uh, <laughs> like. <laughs> I was friends with, or not friends with, it was the, the, one of the teachers, my biology teacher was one of the track coaches, and I think she knew that I couldn't run and couldn't probably be good at the track part of track, but that um, probably, you know, I could get out and get to some of the meets and take I always thought that was great how high school teachers were also like the coaches of the sports. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm really good at math, but I wish I was great at football. I'll coach football. <laughs> That is kind of a nice outlet for for a teacher, high school teacher. Yeah, they yeah. just get to relive their old high school days <laughs> by coaching them. 
You're right, us. exactly. <laughs> I should try and get into that, but I think that they actually hire real coaches in college. I don't think I could just walk over and be like, I'm pretty sure I could teach girls lacrosse. Yeah. I don't. What do you do? Like throw a ball in a little net. I watched the games. Yeah, I could. We could figure this out. Just to, give me the last names. Give me the list. That's the I'm, team list. I'm deciding like for. if they're on the team based on their last name. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like how you could shout it because isn't that the big thing a coach does is shout to you? By oh, your just last shout name. last names yeah. and yell at yell at students and say that they're benched. Yes. Yeah. That would so be you great. just have to have a list of good call outable names. Uh huh. You're like, Schmidt, that works. I don't know. Spelunky, I don't like it. Spelunky. <laughs> I would totally let Spelunky on the team. She'd be like, but I didn't even try out. to be like, Spelunky, you're totally on this team. You silly goose. Get up there. <laughs> Get out there and show them what you're made of, Spelunky. <laughs> I didn't have all these Spelunky rules t-shirts made for nothing. <laughs> You're going to be our team's next big deal, don't you know? Spelunky rules. <laughs> Anything to not talk about. I told you like so. All right, we're front-loading this with a lot of nonsense, so we better get serious. All right, let's get it going. Let's get it going. All right, so so Dudley, so Kurt Cameron is a terrible student. I, I was just I'm doing a little quick wrap up of him, and then sure. you can give us the Dudley. Oh um, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a uh, yeah. He he tries to kind of flirt with a girl. He does get a date with a girl, but he's awful shy about it. She doesn't even pay attention to him, right? This girl that he tries to hit uh, on at the high school is she is terrible. She's lame, but she's I guess kind of cute. She's blonde, and so he asks her out on a date. She basically rolls her eyes at him and accepts the date just to kind of make her boyfriend jealous, right? Essentially, there isn't many times where Kirk Cameron says things that um, are. I guess, objectionable or okay. against his super crazy Christian ways now. Mm -hmm. But I did find it really funny when he's talking to Sean Astin about this girl. And he oh, says something he talks like, to himself about keeping his hands off of her or something? Yeah, and he says something like, how can she go through the day with a body like that without feeling herself <laughs> up constantly? That's right. That's right. <laughs> and I was like, wow, Kirk Cameron. But I think we're to feel that you. he's this, like, you know, horny little... High schooler, I guess. Sure, sure. Yeah, yeah he's a high school kid, but it's yeah. just the Kirk Yeah, I know it's funny to hear would, him. Would be so upset that he yeah. ever did that. He's like, shame on you. Yeah, when this movie plays on like ABC and a network TV, that, that part's blurred. This out. movie is per not his request. On network TV <laughs> for at least 20 years. But it should. It should. It's, 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 well, so he, he, yeah. He asks this girl out. He 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 does presentations at school that he fumbles upon or fumbles over. Um, he tries to dissect a frog. The frog spits in his face, right? Or like uh, I just <laughs> think the frog spit at him. I'm pretty sure those frogs are either dead or they like make them go to sleep. Well, a liquid squirts in his face off of the squ yeah. uh, frog. He does um, have to dissect the frog, and it is kind of funny because the teacher's like, I'm going to fail you if you don't do this. Mm -hmm. And he's like, just take the scalpel and just slice him. When the teacher walks away, he, he raises does. it yes. above his head like he's a serial killer and brings it down with an insane amount of force. <laughs> like, he, just, he really he just is a bad student. See? Just wants to get the deed done. So that's 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 Chris. Right. That's it. There's also student, a bully. Yeah. The the bully 
The bully is the boyfriend of the girl that he asks out. Right. Which, why is he asking a girl out that who has a boyfriend, too? Because she's so pretty. He's so into her. She's got such a... She can't keep her own hands off her own body. Right? I, I yeah. mean, she can. He's just yeah. amazed by that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he invites her to a concert, though, right? Yeah. And... um that's why she agrees to go. And the boyfriend, who's a jock, but who's also on the track team later, we find out. Right? And the boyfriend, doesn't the boyfriend look like 36? Like, he, he looks, looks way so too old, old. For, for, uh, for high school. But he's there. and um, yeah, yeah, it's like a 21 Jump Street thing. I think yeah. this kid's just a cop. He's just yeah. a plant. He's on the beat. That's what's happening. But he's huge, too, and he mm-hmm. runs track as well. So they mm-hmm. kind of, I guess, take anyone on this team. I guess you just have to be able to have two legs. I don't know. Yep. Um, but, yeah, so his, Sean Aston and him are best friends, too. I guess that's the other thing for right. Chris. And what's his, Sean Aston's name? Twizzler. Not Twizzler. Twizzler. <laughs> <laughs> he makes mouths happy. Trigger. Trigger. And trigger, yes. Yeah. Trigger. Yeah. Which is stupid. Why do best friends in movies have to have goofy, goofy names? Goofy names. Like, I don't know. But it's not his real name because later when he goes to... Well, uh, I hope it's not his well, real name. <laughs> we just name our children after parts of guns. <laughs> Here's magazine and barrel. <laughs> it's a family tradition. That's my, that's my knowledge of guns. I know. I like parts. it. I like I it. I guess sight is a part. I don't know. Um, All right. So (laughs) that's Kirk Cameron. Dudley Moore works at a hospital. He is a, 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 I guess, a great um, heart surgeon. Very, very fantastic. He is up for the position of chief of staff. Yep. And we see him doing some rounds. Yeah. um, He's very official with his interns. Residents. Mm -hmm. Very official. um, Very business. Very, very knowledgeable. Right. Knowledgeable. Uh, one of the mm-hmm. one of the residents even messes up, like, you know, oh, I think this guy should have this drug, and he right. quickly corrects him, mm-hmm. and has no time for these students. Mm-hmm. Business, business, and he uh, walks around the hospital with his boss. Oh yeah, is it the head of the hospital? I guess the the one guy. I guess he owns the hospital. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how hospital owner work. like it's a bodega. <laughs> just owns the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> he lives upstairs. Yeah, so this guy... Who is also the dad from Girls Just Want to Have Fun. Remember? Sure. Bring it around. Right, Bring right. it around. The mean girl's Bring dad. It it's back. the mean girl's dad. Yeah, okay. Oh, it's the mean girl's dad. Oh, yeah. I thought it was... Okay. Oh, you thought oh. it was the boy's dad? Or her dad? Yeah, So many dads. Dad. <laughs> There's so many dads. I don't remember any parents in that movie except for her parents. The one that threw the party. Remember he gets the cake in his face? There was a party in that movie? Jamie, oh, I totally it. forget that oh, movie. Oh, forget it. The only thing I remember is Helen Hunt's hair was great. Yeah, she and, had great clips. Great clips. Mm-hmm. And they they babysat and ate pizza and watched a dance show. That's oh, all I remember. Shush, sorry. Shush. I'm sorry. But anyway, he was in that movie, I guess. <laughs> yes, he was. Yes, he was. So, but... <clears throat> Yeah, this is the head of the hospital. Um, and his wife? What is the relationship with his wife and Dr. Hammond or Dudley Moore? Do we know? No, I don't understand their relationship or if they have a relationship. Are they having an affair? Have they had an affair? Does she want to have an affair and he's right. back? Because at one point she's waiting for them to walk around the hospital uh-huh. or whatever. Mm-hmm. And 
then the the president of the hospital <laughs> walks away, uh-huh. leaving the two of them together, and they flirt in a very strange way. Very awkward. Very awkward. Which seems like it seemed to me as though they had been having an affair for a very long time. Mm. But then this is somewhat contradicted later in the movie, but then at the end kind of reaffirmed. So Dudley Moore's wife, we find out, uh, recently passed, right? Or passed. Yes. Recently. They make a comment. Somebody makes a comment about how he hadn't been out much since. And then Mm -hmm. this guy makes a very brass comment about like, well, this guy's got all the time in the world. His wife's dead, so he doesn't have to be anywhere. His wife's dead. And they all kind of laugh. Yeah. Even Dudley Moore, I know he's up for this position. Right. But he even chuckles at this. And yeah. I'm like, that's not a joke. He can't. Yeah. You got to wonder what the, yeah. Well, anyway, so the the, the head of the hospital's wife um, is somehow romantically linked. Whether it's a oh maybe the head of the hospital's wife mm-hmm. this is a this is a bit of information that oh I found, drop it is the the girlfriend who is very open uh, to open relationships of Tom Selleck in Three Men and a Baby oh that's right yeah she didn't look familiar I would not have known that if I didn't look she, it look up look up it up okay. Yeah, but she's very recognizable. She's she been is. in a lot of stuff. She was a pretty, I think she was a big piece of the, like, a, the 80s movies, like, that, in that type of role, I feel like. And is she on CSI or something like that now? I feel like you I'm, see her now on, Jamie, like, those kind of movies, you right? think everybody's on CSI, <laughs> but if somebody's on CSI, it's probably her. Okay, fair CSI enough. or, like, a Law and Order. She could be yeah, a lawyer, right? Yeah, she could be a law. yeah, yeah. She could be a plaintiff. And everybody uh, is super tall compared to Dudley Moore. Oh, yeah. We sh- yeah. It's kind of crazy how they don't try to help that at all. They don't no. cheat him in any kind of way. It's just obvious he's a dwarf man and other people yeah. are. Yeah, they're not putting lifts in his shoes but... or putting them on risers like they do with Tom Cruise in every movie. It's just it's like they cast it with Amazons and really, really <laughs> tall dudes. And we're like, this is funny, right? Right? If everybody's tall. I think to note that it's almost like, like that movie Twins where you look at uh, uh, Danny DeVito and uh, uh, yeah. Arnold and think, how are they related? Like, how is Dudley Moore Kirk Cameron's father? How did that really happen? Like, if that is what we're meant to believe has happened. But the only whatever. thing I can come up with is that it's a, a Billy Joel, Christy Brinkley situation. All right. And, all right. and he Kirk takes Cameron's after mother. mother. Right. Okay. Kirk Cameron's mother was. Very attractive, uh-huh. very tall, mm-hmm. and had uh, sort of light hair like that. Okay, it's, okay, okay. Because he doesn't look like Dudley Moore. And again, I guess that's part of the humor of this, but it's insanely unrealistic. <laughs> you can't do that. It is It is tricky to think that Dudley Moore would have a, a Kirk Cameron son. But anyway. Again, just have like a a photo on the mantle. Of the mom. Yeah, give us a little scent. Just like a, a perfume ad of, of a super gorgeous <laughs> model and have it there in a frame. The end. Questions I answered. Right. right. There we go. I heart mom. <laughs> this movie is packed with people that have been in other movies because oh, also yeah. at the hospital is the mom from Seventh Heaven oh, slash right. the whale obsessed lady from Star Trek oh, Four right. slash the mom from Child's Play, which I had not remembered that oh, she was I the lady in Child's Play. Oh, yeah. 
but she is. So ah. she must have been all over the 80s until she landed that Seventh Heaven gig. And then she was cozy. Good for her. But she's she plays another doctor with a good heart, right? Kind of the good hearted doctor that wants a doctor to take with the, the heart uninsured. Of gold. Yeah, if you will. <laughs> she wants to take in the uninsured um, patients um, yes. that still need the help. And this is a debate between her and the head of the hospital. And um, although even Dr. Even well, Dr. Dudley Moore Karen, comes down on the side of mm-hmm. the head of the hospital. Like, mm-hmm. we can't leave people uninsured. Yeah, send it's all them about to the county. money. Yep, send, send them, them to county. You'll get what we you need will there. We only cater to the super wealthy, I guess. Yep, yep. So at the end of this day where finally all of these characters have been established, we've taken a half hour to talk about what is – covered in the movie in about three minutes (laughs) we're thorough we are thorough yeah so we meet sean astin's uncle uncle earl who Mm -hmm. is the crazy white-haired guy who swapped bodies with a native american at the beginning of this Mm -hmm. movie yes well this is when uh so kurt cameron who drives a jeep by the way uh, is <laughs> driving, right? The Jeep is a character in this yeah. Oh, movie. it totally is. It totally is. Um, it talks and everything. Um, <laughs> oh, my he, God, uh, a talking Jeep. If yeah. you switched brains with a Jeep. <laughs> he brings Sean Astin home for a hot mm-hmm. second, right? We see we get to meet yeah. Uncle Earl and then um, Crazy Uncle Earl with his brain serum stuff. And then Kurt goes home. Uh, they have a housekeeper, an older white woman. Who is keeping house for them? Yeah, yes. Kind of like Nana, just keeping house. This lady, you know who this lady is? She. Oh, you got all the bombs to drop. If I'm wrong, please let me know. But I'm pretty sure this is not a dream I had. Do you know that Twilight Zone episode with the pig people? With the pig people, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the the lady's head's all wrapped up, and she's like, "I hope they made me look normal." And she yeah. looks like a beautiful woman, and all the pig people are like, "You're a hideous monster." She's uh, the housekeeper. She is. Yes. She's. Huh. You might be right. After I just said that. Yeah. So definitively. You were wrong. I started to think. And I think that the attractive girl might have been Ellie Mae from the Beverly Hillbillies. So she might have been one of the pig people. But anyway, she's, she's in that in episode, that episode. Okay. of the Twilight Zone. <laughs> I like that once you really took it in, you're like, wait a minute. No, yeah, I'm no. like, even if she was younger, is she that attractive? Is no. she? No. She's a pig woman. She's That's a pig she- woman. Perfect <laughs> pig woman. Perfect casting. Home from his day of school and then also home from his day of work, right? Um, Dudley mixes himself a drink. Yes, he's had a long day mm-hmm. at work mm-hmm. and you just want to unwind with a Bloody Mary at the yeah, end of the day. That's what you do. That's what you do when well, you're wait, the... wait, 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 Hold on, hold on. We don't, the serum's not even in the house yet. Oh, that's right. That's right. right no, because, because okay. The moment he, the moment Kirk Cameron drops Sean Astin off, he goes yeah. home and Sean right. Astin shows up immediately. Knocks on the door. Yep. He's right Knocks there. Knocks on the door, has a bottle of Tabasco sauce with mm-hmm. clear liquid inside of mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. And it is brain transference serum. That's what it is. He snuck some off of, of the old Uncle Earl. Uncle Earl turned his back and his crazy nephew just took it. Just took a little bit, just a little bit, just some sampling. But they don't intend to test this out on, on Chris people. and his father. No, no. 
They tested out on Chris's dog and cat, who and we've never seen before this nope. and, and never we see don't after see again. <laughs> the furry cat, the gold, was it a golden retriever dog? Cute little dog. They do it. They give him like a little, what, like a little taste of the... Yeah, yeah. I guess they just take the cap off and I don't know, whatever. They give the cat the serum. Right. And the cat, thankfully, locks eyes with the dog. Yeah, and not one of them. Uh-huh. And then all of a sudden, the dog, you've said this earlier, the dog meows and the cat, and we're switched. And they right? can't believe it. Mm-hmm. They can't believe it. It's amazing. But mm-hmm. before they get a chance to really, I don't know, revel in what they did or, mm-hmm. or, or even talk about this, Chris's dad comes home. That's right. That's right. And the elderly maid, who may or may not be a pig woman... <laughs> Takes the bottle of Tabasco She's sauce. Cleaning up after in them. The kitchen cabinet. Mm-hmm. Oh no. Troubles are coming, right? Right. Because Dudley Moore's not paying attention. He's finishing up the cooking that uh, she started, right? There's pots and stuff like dinner's cooking on the stove. Um, yeah, I guess. She talks he, about going out and getting groceries. I mean, she's, she's yeah. really, she's not just cleaning their house. She's like a. She's a. Maid? Is that. Yeah, you could call her that. A pig maid. She's yeah. the Alice. She's the Alice. She's the house. Alice. Yes. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. She is their Alice. So, and Dudley's, like we mentioned, mixing up his uh, his Bloody Mary, his his little after work drink. Yep. And there is, he puts the pinch of Tabasco that is the truth serum, and it's in his drink. The truth serum? Or the, sorry, oh. the brain swap serum. Excuse me. Uh, and, uh. They're going back and forth, Sean Astin and uh, Kirk Cameron, because the Kirk Cameron has gotten a C in this class, right? And they're just kind of teasing each other. Yeah, he got a about... C, but they're also talking. They're trying to avoid talking about the C. So he's talking right. about how Kirk Cameron scored a date with the most attractive oh, that's and right. also terrible girl in She's school. She's terrible. She's terrible. She's the worst. But he lets it slip about the test. Dudley Moore isn't having it. Oh, you got a C in like biology? Biology? No, not my son. Yeah. Even I did pretty well in biology. I think that's the easiest of the sciences. Can we? You do? I don't know. It's easier I than ecology. chemistry. It is easier than chemistry. Ecology? Yeah. That wasn't even an option at my school. Was it just <laughs> about like how to chain yourself to a tree so that it doesn't get bulldozed? <laughs> is yeah, that ecology? Talking. I don't even know. That's 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 the that's it in a nutshell, basically. Okay. But they, this is when they lock eyes and we hear that same rattlesnake and, and tribal flute and we know that a change is a coming. Right? Change is happening. They are freaking out. Dudley yeah. Moore doesn't know what's happening. No. Her camera doesn't know what's happening. There's a lot Sean of Sean Aston is Sean super into this. He is yeah. just watching this. Well, he just watched the cat dog, it. and now he's watching mm-hmm. this, and he's like, what the? Well, they switch bodies. They start freaking out. It's understandable, but at least Sean Aston is there to say, okay, this is what happened. Mm-hmm. You must have put the serum in your drink. You guys have switched brains. Totally legit. I mean, he's like, it won't last long. Yeah, it's nobody's fine, questioning right? this at yeah, all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. It won't last long. My uncle says it wears off. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll talk to him about an antidote, stuff like that. Just be cool. I'll figure it out. Kurt Cameron, who is now Dudley Moore, I guess, um, oh, or Dr. Hammond. so confusing. <laughs> I know. So Chris, who's now Dr. Hammond, goes and lays down. He just kind of sleeps it right. off. This is all a bit too heavy for this little guy to take, and he's just rests. 
where uh, Dudley Moore, who is now Chris, the young son, is looking in the mirror, sort of like, oh, and then finds his father's wallet. Oh, I'm so old. Yeah, oh, yeah, look at this. Oh, I've got Dudley Moore's face. Oh, that was Dudley Moore. <laughs> I bought Dudley Moore's face. I can only do one British accent, and it's not Dudley Moore. Like it's just generic British person who Dudley Moore is not. No, Dudley's got his own. He's got a very distinct yeah. accent that Kirk yeah. Cameron can't seem to nail down. No, and we shouldn't let him try. I'm glad that he didn't. So he decides that now that he is in the body of an older man with a. Driver, the ID, uh-huh. ID that mm-hmm. he and his buddy, Trigger, yeah. are going to have a great night out on the town in that cool-ass Jeep. They're taking the Jeep out, right? Mm-hmm. And first they're going to do a little shopping. They're going to buy some... Oh, what a shopping right? spree. It is oh, yeah. one of several montages in this movie. Mm-hmm. I do wish that this montage did have some... This looked like such a fun night for them. And I wanted to see more. Yeah. I will say. Um, I wish it wasn't just all a montage. Yes, yes. I, I wish that it did switch back and forth because you have Dudley Moore and Sean Astin, arguably, mm-hmm. the two most qualified actors in this movie, mm-hmm. together. And the most we get is the bar, which is fun enough. But In this whole shopping montage, did you notice the... the- so they do, it's like, I don't even remember the song that's over it, but you could see they're trying on ties and flashy, you know, uh, oh. shoulder padded jackets and craziness, right? And there's, but part the of the montage. are terrible, yeah. Oh, yeah. Part of the montage, did you notice when they're on some couch somewhere together and they're like kind of pretending to ride a roller coaster? Yeah, we, what, what are, are they, they doing? doing? Uh, I was, did you see yes. this? Okay. Yes. It, it was like... That's the part I wish we could have seen. What's going on, guys? I want to know what kind of fun they're having. They Where is that couch? Where are you? Why are you <laughs> pretending it's a roller coaster? It's looked like a fun time, is all I'm saying. And yes. they finally, after all this, they land on an out, on two outfits. Triggers in this terrible turtle, pink turtleneck with buttons. Dudley Moore, what is his suit all about? It's like... It's like that cool, like, sport coat, but it's, you know, you roll it up to three-quarter length, mm. and it's, it's is it blue, or is it green, is it leather, Purple-y? is it suede, is it sequined, I don't know what it is. Yeah. It's aggravating, it's that's what adventure. it is. It's an adventure, yeah, his whole suit, his whole outfit, but they're, to them, they're dressed to the nines, money well spent, oh, they also go CD shopping. They buy the big CDs in the big old uh-huh. packaging that's like double CD yeah. size. Yes. All this part of their spray. But so go ahead. They end up though. Well, they end up at a bar mm-hmm. and Dudley Moore's hair is awful too because his uh. hair is like, it wants to be a mullet. It's almost like they were disappointed that Dudley Moore didn't go full mullet. But they were like, <laughs> let's just see what we can do with let's this. Let's put some pomade in here and just see how it goes. Yeah. Because it's spiky on top, but like long spikes. Yeah. And long in the back, but not quite mullety long. It's it's bad, and it's bad with this jacket. I think only Rod Stewart is the only other man that can pull off hair like Ooh, that. Oh, it's very right? Rod Stewart. Yeah. He's got this kind of like, what's going on? And did someone unevenly cut that? And- did you just bark? <laughs> <laughs> it's been so long since you barked on this podcast. She wanted to stay up here tonight. Yeah, you're right. It's very Rod Stewart hair. Oh, my God. I didn't even think about that. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. That's pretty good. Mm-hmm. 
I used to work with a guy who people called Richard Marx because he had a Richard <laughs> oh, Marx haircut. And Richard this was Marks. like 10 years ago. Like, oh, you should not you have shouldn't. a Richard Yeah, Marks you should cut that hair. Yeah. Past 1992. Well, maybe he was, that's his look. You know, I feel like sometimes with haircuts, people get into a look that they just think is their own. And yeah. um, it could be very dated, but it's it's what they think. This is my best you know, this is me. And no, it's okay. Friend. You get very comfortable with things, and mm-hmm. I get it. I understand. I'm you not get gonna, it. you know, I'm not gonna make fun of the guy because he looks like Richard Marks. Richard Marks is an attractive man. Yeah, I, I mean, he's sort of the Brian Adams with a fish face. I feel like. How is he compared to Brian Adams? Like their careers, kind no, of. No, their look. I always oh, really? thought that way. I always thought oh, that man. way. But... Do not tell Grace DeMarco <laughs> this at all. Well, I think Brian Adams and Grace's defense Grace, is better. I do not agree with this. If Grace at all. is listening, I think Brian Adams is better <laughs> looking. But Richard Marks has sort of like a stretched out fish face, like version of Brian Adams. Okay, all right. I mean, that's fair. I guess you don't believe it, but that's I still fine. don't agree. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Anyway, we'll back look- <laughs> to the movie. <laughs> So they go into this bar, and this bar is <laughs> It's only women. women. It's only women. Only women, and the women are like 30 and up. The only two dudes in this bar are mm-hmm. Dudley Moore and a 16-year-old boy. I feel like it's maybe a lesbian bar, but I don't know for sure. It might just be ladies' night. I don't know. But... It's ridiculously abundantly women. Well, and that sort of answers my question is why do all these women keep looking at Dudley Moore? But they're oh, probably yeah. saying, why is this guy in a lesbian bar? What is he because doing here? Yeah, They cannot be into Dudley Moore. And with his teenage son, or or as he does like to point out very often, this is my son's friend. This is my son's <laughs> friend. He introduces this kid as my son's friend to many people throughout this movie. And nobody says... Why are you hanging out with your son's friend? <laughs> so at this bar, he does from across the room see oh, the woman we saw earlier. The head the of the hospital. leader of the hospital's wife. Mm-hmm. And she comes over and they have another weird interaction. Oh, this is funny though when he takes the drink. Like it's he's got his drink. They nod to each other because he is he's sort of childish almost in his ways. But that's how Dudley Moore is, right? right? And he's like, listen, this woman's totally into me. Remember, yeah. this is Kirk Cameron who has never yeah. met this woman, mm-hmm. doesn't mm-hmm. know who she is, and just knows she, she's making eyes at him, mm-hmm. right? And he almost drinks a candle. Pretty, pretty cute. Pretty it's cute. Pretty great. It yeah. might be that they share this lustful glance because they also share a haircut. Oh because my god, her she... hair is like this. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> they share a haircut and shoulder padded outfits, mm-hmm, too. Mm-hmm. And she, like you said earlier, she is the Amazon to Dudley's like dwarf man um, when she comes over to him and tries to kind of. He looks taller flirt. in mm-hmm. this scene, but I think it's oh, because he's, he's at the bar. The yeah, because he's at the bar. Sean Astin's character in this scene gets a little sleazy, though. Like he approaches her and is kind of like. Oh, yeah, I'm with him, and I'm all the man you need. And it's a way turn off for the, I don't even know her name, the head of the hospital's wife. The, uh, what, Ginny. Does she have a name? Ginny or Jenny? Ginny. Huh? Uh, with an I. Uh, okay. Yeah, it's yeah, okay. it's bad. It's bad. So Jenny is not into Sean, and so 
their interaction, her and Dudley's interaction doesn't last long. Well, her and Dudley, Dudley's interaction is weird, too, because she's still flirting with him. Yeah, he's and he's unaware. Back, mm-hmm. But he's flirting back as his son, who doesn't know who this lady is. Right. She knows who he is. I think they have a relationship, but they still don't seem to have a relationship. Yeah, it's weird. Their whole... It's so strange. Yeah, I don't get their their thing. And she, later on, we should say, just disappears from this movie. Oh, yeah, she comes up one more... Yeah, one more time time and then then... vanishes. Yeah. Mm -mm. For the Mm -hmm. last, what, half hour? Yeah. Apparently... Um, Sean Astin and Dudley Moore must have gotten totally wasted that night. They partied all night uh, and they crashed the Jeep. The Jeep. Oh, yeah. The Jeep is in the front yard. Mm-hmm. The Jeep is yelling at him to take the keys out. The keys are in the ignition. Kirk mm-hmm. Cameron runs outside and he's chewing out Dudley Moore. Like, oh, yeah, he's yelling at him because what are you doing? You stole my what? You're spending all this money. Mm-hmm. You drank a lot. Yes. It's mm-hmm. pretty stupid. <laughs> <laughs> well, so now inside, Dudley Moore is hungover, right? From his day, uh-huh. his shenanigans. He's eating some Cocoa Puffs to nurse his hangover. It is kind of nice to watch Dudley Moore eat Cocoa Puffs. <laughs> it was assumed, sort of nostalgic in a yeah, weird way. I just assumed right? like, he brought them from home because <laughs> is Dudley Moore not going to eat that? Of course he is. <laughs> It's Dudley Moore. He's probably got like that and Lucky Charms at home. <laughs> Lucky Charms. Not because he's little, but because okay, he's childlike. Okay, okay. I getcha. <laughs> I getcha. All right. Nice clarification, though. Oh, well, they decide, obviously, that Dudley Moore, who is now Kirk Cameron, is not going to go to the hospital. He's going to take a sick day, right? <laughs> that Besides is that he's hung over. You don't allow he's that not, kid yeah. to operate on people. So he gives him Kirk Cameron gives him a note and says, You're gonna you're gonna call work at nine o'clock and this is what you're gonna read, and that's that. And then fumbles with his backpack. Kirk Cameron, who is pretending to be Dr. Hammond as Kirk Cameron. Like, Kent doesn't know how to put on a backpack? Has never put on a backpack in I his guess he's life. so used to just a briefcase for work. I don't well, know. Well, he's also now so tall, he probably doesn't <laughs> know what to do. He can't orient. That's true. Um, but he's going to go to school. He's how gonna... much? I didn't think about this earlier, but how great would it have been for there to be a scene where Kirk Cameron, as or Dudley Moore as Kirk Cameron, goes to the hospital uh-huh. and he has to perform heart surgery and he takes a scalpel and raises it over his head. <laughs> like he did. Like the frog. frog. And somebody has to go, what are you doing? He does have some pretty funny experiences once he's, but let's get there yes. once he's in the hospital. But let's so, get past Kirk Cameron. Yeah. Kirk goes to school um, against Dudley's wishes. He's like, no, you're going to mess it up for me. No, I'm going to go. And he he kind of like, again, to begin with, this character, Chris, didn't have a very good reputation at school. He was just kind of an okay guy i guess nobody hated him but nobody loved him well now now that he's dr hammond as chris um he everyone hates him everyone he's, he's hates lecturing him. in biology class which at first is fun because he's sassing the biology teacher kind mm-hmm. of and showing him look i've got all this biology knowledge he that actually I have, racist that i didn't have yesterday lungs. oh yeah of the lungs but that he didn't know all this yesterday but now today he is and the English teacher kind of gets put out, or I think it's the history teacher. He's, like, answering all her questions in history class. The mm-hmm. kids are kind of put done with him. He does, though, 
is this in the beginning when he parks his car? He doesn't take the Jeep to school. He takes the Beamer. What is it that the Dudley drives? Oh, oh no. I think it's a Jaguar. Um, well, he takes that car to, to school. Oh, which wins over the girl somehow, right? Isn't that how the girlfriend the is girl, now kind yeah. of maybe into? Yeah. She's kind of into him because he shows up in a great car suddenly. So now she's yeah. sort of excited yeah. about their date. And uh, he does run over the bully's foot with the car. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Because so he could care less. Not, What's a bully to him? Right. He doesn't know that guy. Yeah. Oh, he also tells on the bully in class for throwing an enormous spitball at the teacher. It was a very big spitball. It was a very, very large spitball. And he sort of yeah. alienated everyone. We see that nobody yeah. will sit with him at lunch. Right. Right. And, you know, he's just he's just being a a creep and like just a big stupid know-it-all which Mm -hmm. i guess is what we're supposed to believe dudley moore's character is but i'm not buying it again it just feels like bad acting by kirk cameron but on the reverse side however we get to see um dudley who is now chris Mm -hmm. in, in action right right so he's home for the day watching a lot of mtv right oh so much mtv so much and I love those bumpers. I forgot about all yeah, those MTV yeah, right? promos. They're so great. Yeah. So fun. He's in his sweatpants. He's watching him. He's he's Oh, the maid is home at first and she reminds him like, "Don't you have to get to work?" And that's when he remembers to make his call. He's got to call out. He's got to read his note. I do like that when he reads his note halfway through. Part of the note says that he's ill. He can't come in because he has a fever and laryngitis. And he uh-huh. doesn't get the laryngitis till he reads that part of the note. Pretty awesome. Um <laughs> But yeah, it's he's having a kind of a day off. He's rocking out, right? Yeah, yeah. Also, when he calls, he does say, "This is Chris Hammond's father." <laughs> I'm like, if somebody did call out and that's how they introduce themselves, they'd be like, "Whoa, that guy must be sick," uh, because that's a weird way know, to right. say your name. <laughs> he pretends he's sick. He calls yeah. out. The head of the hospital hears this and says, mm-hmm. oh, that's unusual because I guess he's never been sick in his life. Mm-hmm. He says, oh, I'm having lunch out in that area. I'll, I'll just stop him. by. Right. I'll check in on him. I'll make sure he's okay. Of course, when he does stop by. Oh, right, right, right. Dudley Moore is just rocking out. He's standing on a table like on playing the dining room air table. guitar. Uh-huh. Music blasting. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I like it when the boss walks in, he pretends he's changing a light bulb. He's like, oh, I'm just uh, checking the bulb out. I, just uh, checking, just yeah. checking a light bulb. Uh, he doesn't even say, are you sick or no. how are you? It's and, just kind of, I guess I'll see you at work in yeah. an hour. He says, I think he says, like, it looks like you're feeling better, so I'll see you at work in a couple hours. And he's like, I think his reaction might be shit after he leaves. He's like, oh. So we are, at this moment, I just want to do a public service here for our listeners. If you have not watched this movie, Mm -hmm. and you have no interest in watching this movie, for as much fun as maybe we've made the first 45 minutes sound, I would fast forward to the 45 minute mark, and then maybe watch for the next 15 to 20 minutes, Sure, because it's worth it. I agree, I agree. Dudley Moore shows up at the hospital... It is worth it because we just get Dudley Moore going Dudley. When we get into Dudley at the hospital, it is truly my favorite part of this movie. So first he's 
So now he's got to get to work, right? So he sh- he's cuts himself shaving. So he rolls up in the Jeep, of course, with all these little pieces of toilet paper all over his face. How does – I mean I understand you can cut yourself shaving, but he can't. Like it's like <laughs> he doesn't know how to handle a razor as a 17-year-old. He's never shaved a sweet baby face. But it is um, ever – it's just toilet paper He's got everywhere. all this like little red toilet paper pieces all over his face. He rolls up in the Jeep. The interns see him roll up in a Jeep, which is sort of like, I think they're looking at him like, oh, he just got to, you know, he just kind of upped his coolness a little bit. Um, and he walks through, I guess you could say like what, the, the hospital well, when campus. They, when they see him, he's also like, he's also chewing gum. Oh, Earlier yeah, that's in the right. movie, that's he right. yelled at the one resident for chewing gum. He talks to them and they even say something to him like, Oh, that's a bitch in Jeep. Is that your son's? And he's like, but no, it's mine. I mean, yeah, it's my son. It's, my, right. I mean, it's my, like, he doesn't know how to answer these questions. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. don't know what he thinks he's going to do if he has to perform heart surgery or something. Well, this is the best. So he, and he knows that. He knows he's in, as though when he walks through, again, when he walks kind of through the campus, everyone says hello to him, just about. And right? he Dr. Is, he's like, he's big loving man on it. Campus. Yeah, he's like high five day. and thumbs up, and everybody like, yeah. <laughs> I like how the entranceway to this hospital is the emergency room, right? Right. So as soon as he gets in, though, he's in the ER. And things are intense in the ER, People are right? screaming and yelling. It's Blood just Blood is dripping from like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he he realizes, you know, reality kind of hits him. He kind of tries to hide behind a gurney, right? Like It's pretty great. And mm-hmm. he does. And he just, at one point, is in a full-on sprint just running down the <laughs> hall of this for, hospital. For a couple of shots, we just see him running through the hospital <laughs> just trying to find his office because he's just like, and avoiding people. Um, and then he finally gets in his office and he's just like, hold my calls, hold everything. And he kind of closes himself in there to yeah. like, you he know, just eats. Boy. He brought food. He brought fast food with him, and he sits oh, down on the right. couch and eats. But then he starts to play with like the skeleton, oh, the skeleton that's hanging up. Yeah, yeah. And it's just, it's just great, Dudley Moore. Like so when he, he's like talking to the skeleton, he's like, "Well, Mister," and he looks his crotch and he goes, "Or Miss, I have some <laughs> bad news." <laughs> and he's got the stethoscope, and his door opens, oh, he talks, and he throws yeah. the stethoscope across <laughs> the room. It's good Dudley Moore work here. Lots of physical, great Dudley yes. comedy. Yeah, yeah. The, oh, the the person that comes on the door comes in, tells him, tell him that he's got to do his rounds. And I love his reaction to that. He's like, "It's time for rounds." He's like, "Rounds of of what?" Rounds of what? <laughs> so we see him do oh rounds God. again with this same group. <laughs> Where he just walks in a big circle. I love like, it. He just takes, he's got his hands in his pocket and he's got this like, he keeps checking to make sure they're behind him and he's like, chooses gum and it's just like, all right. And he just kind of walks around the nurse's station basically. Does like a circle around and it's just like, <laughs> great rounds, everybody. Great rounds. Great everybody. rounds. That was great. But they and do. They bring him. Yeah. Yeah. They end up. Telling him, no, no, we have to go see this guy. Yeah, check on that the patient. same guy, I guess, that we saw earlier in the movie, right? Yeah, that he he kind of when he's the real Doctor Hammond, he was like, you know, spouting off stuff, basically touching right. his chest and diagnosing him just by by feel of touch. You know yep. what I mean? Um, but yeah, they go to back to visit this guy on the way in. Though the the guy who's sharing the room with this patient 
has some kind of machine hooked up to him, and Dudley starts kind of playing with the buttons, and the machine is like, da, 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 and the, all the students are like, no, it's this patient. Yeah, they're all here. surrounding the actual yeah. patient. They have to call him over. Uh. And it is good here because he does... He's able to think on the fly and he's having fun with it. Like you see a transformation from him being oh, nervous yeah. to him just loving this. He's at this like, point. yeah, I'm in control. Look at this. Yeah. Well, he it's passes fun. off all the responsibility onto one of the residents. Like, what would you do in this situation? Mm-hmm. Does anyone disagree with this? And even the patient is nodding. Even the patient is like, no, yeah, no, I agree. And he's like, all right, then. And then he tells them, I love it at the, before they leave the patient, that the, the students all kind of make the recommendation and what meds and, and yada, yada. Right. And um, Dudley goes, you know what? We're not going to let you die, are you? Don't worry. <laughs> We're not going to let you die. And he kind of cheers that on and gets yeah. a little chant going with the students. Right, guys? We're not going to let him die. That's not what we're going to do He's not going to die. Yeah. Yay. <laughs> and then as he walks away, he's like, let's go look at this guy. He's got a yes. cool machine. <laughs> yeah, so he, he has to, to go to a meeting huh? of all the big wigs at the hospital, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and the they're just there to meeting. discuss a bunch of other stuff. And um, so he is sitting in this meeting. And the guy next to him is just smoking a cigarette. Oh just, yeah, which I guess at the time we was are cool in for eighty-seven. To do. We're at a meeting in a yeah. hospital. You could just light up, and that's just, totally cool. You got him. Light him. Smoke him if you got him. Yep. And so I guess feeling like why not? Uh, Dudley bums one, right? Mind you, he's still chewing gum. <laughs> and <laughs> there are times in here where I'm like. Why is he eating the cigarette? Because he looks like he's eating it. And I'm like, oh, wait, he's still The gum gets gum. stuck on the end. So he's smoking the cigarette, which, by the way, when he tries to light the cigarette, he can't quite coordinate oh. with the dude how to light it. And it, like, ends up lighting half of it. It gets lit and charred. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love and then, the guy who, who, who goes to light the cigarette because – you know how you can like turn the thing on cigarette lighter so the flame can be really big. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> the flame on the yeah. cigarette lighter is huge, but you're right. They can't coordinate where his hand is moving. Dudley yeah. Moore's head's moving. Wobbling, the cigarette's yeah. just bobbing up and down in his mouth. The whole thing's like, burned by the end. But Dudley's still sucking on it. He's still trying oh, yeah. to smoke it. Mean and now the gum is getting caught at the end of the cigarette, so he's kind of is like you said, chewing the cigarette and the gum and just a sticky hot mess. Um, <laughs> he does try to put the cigarette out at one point into an ashtray or something, but which catches on fire. It catches on like, fire. It's like a it's like an ashtray full of kerosene or something. There's like a small fire now happening on the on the middle of this this meeting table. He makes an awkward comment. The guy, the head of the hospital, is presenting something. And he's I think Dudley's comment is like, yeah, what he said yeah, is yeah. good. His ideas are good ideas, and I think I like the words that he spoke. Yep. And he does refer important. to one of his colleagues as that guy. That guy. <laughs> you know, I agree with what that guy said. Yep. Oh, he also coughs at one point from the cigarette oh, and, and spits his gum in a woman's hair right. sitting across the table. And she doesn't know and he kind of does that awkward like something's in that uh. oh it's 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 really fun. It's very fun. The actual reason we are in this boardroom and have this scene as far as plot goes which isn't as important as what he's doing with the cigarette is the mom from 7th Heaven is saying mm-hmm. that the hospital oh, should treat right. everyone and suddenly Dudley Moore, because he's his son, is like, 
I think that's a great idea. I why, second that. Why right? shouldn't we do this? Which doesn't seem to sit well with the head of the hospital. Mm-mm, mm-mm. And remember, he's up for um, the chief of chief of staff. Yes, staff. And this will—he should be on his best behavior. But he is. His but son, on so. his way out, we're not through with this hospital oh, that's... nonsense yet. <laughs> That's right. So he's out of the meeting. I love how he exits the meeting too, because the meeting isn't really over. He just, he just kind of is like, yeah, I, I second what she said. We should do what she said. And then is like, all right, that's all we got. He kind of just yeah. gets up and is like, all right, I guess we're done here. Yeah, that would be a great way to end the meeting, just to stand up and be like, we're done, right? I've that's got it. nothing else. I'm, yeah. My hand is on the doorknob. We're done here, right? Yeah. On his way out, though, a nurse or somebody pulls him into a hospital room where someone looks like they're in cardiac arrest or having a heart attack or something. And she tells the nurse, pulls the doctor in, is like, you got to hit him, hit him, doctor. Dudley Moore does his best, punches this guy right in the face. (laughs) And it is something that would happen in any movie like this. Yeah. But Dudley Moore sells it, and it's also oh, great so because good. everybody else there at that moment looks away. So only Dudley Moore and this <laughs> man he just punched knows Are what just aware. happened. True. So true. <laughs> but thankfully, he doesn't do any more damage at the hospital. No. Uh, I think it's the intern. Somebody comes in, swoops in, and helps save that patient. Right. And yes. I think soon after this, he does get to... to to go oh home. Well, he maybe? goes. He goes out with his with his students. Oh, he goes that's out right. Drinking and having out. pizza mm-hmm. with his For students. Yeah, that's right. It's a good um, end of a day at the hospital. Yeah, it's a good day at the hospital. Yeah. yeah. In the meantime, at school, um, at the end of the day, I guess is when the track meet happens. That race that he runs and he fumbles through it. And sure. Yeah. Misses the the pass Baton. off. Yes. Of the baton and then dives 10 yards early to the finish line and just makes his day reputation go ho downhill. It's terrible. He's running and he's running poorly. He does. He fumbles the baton. It's like bouncing. He's trying to mm-hmm. catch it. He's falling over. And near the finish line, he dives. He just dives. As, for, yeah. As though that's going to do anything. And he comes up like eight feet short. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't quite make it. No. And then this is awful too because with all the running, it's 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 Kirk Cameron in a race, and they do a lot of slow motion running, which just isn't flattering on anybody at all. I, so, I mean, I, in a weird way, I do feel kind of bad that all we do is dump on Kirk Cameron. <laughs> you do, you do. Feel well, but he's playing opposite Dudley Moore, and what are you going to do? What, what are you going to do? do? Are you going to listen? I don't think he could have won. I no, I'm not talking about the race. I'm talking about oh, okay. the, the movie. Oh. There's no way. He's 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 got to be second build in this movie. There's no way he could do what Dudley Moore's doing or live up to what he's doing. I mean, he does a terrible job, and I'm not trying to excuse that, but You're not? I don't know. He couldn't I don't know. I think it's easier for somebody who's older to play younger. Because they've been that age before? I think, now we talked about this, the other swap movie that, that this can be compared to is Vice Versa. With, uh, because it's the same movie. Fred, well, with Fred Savage, though, and Judge... Um, Reinhold. Reinhold. If you swapped casting and you had Kurt and Judge, which is funny that his name is well, Judge, and you had Fred and Dudley, <laughs> this is possibly a better cast... 
Well, it's a much like, better cast because yeah. you, Fred Savage could pass as Dudley Moore's Totally. Son. And he Fred Savage like could him. play that. Like, and he could play that serious doctor role of a adult uh, kid. Do you know what I mean? Yes. He could transfer, I guess, brain transfer easier. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's, exactly. That's what the role calls for. Fred yeah. Savage is a yeah. no-nonsense kid, and he'd be right. good at that. Mm-hmm. He could mm-hmm. play that so well. Mm-hmm. And and again, I mean, if you're switching and we're swapping and we're still making vice versa, well, yeah. then, yeah, you take Kirk Cameron and he mm-hmm. could be Judge Reinhold's kid. Like, Let's they look swap. like they are yeah. tall. They have yeah. blonde-ish hair. Like, yes, this is terrible casting. <laughs> it's, it's It needs to be swap-casted. Swap-casted. Like brain-swapping. Um, but, 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 we we do not have have Fred Savage. We have Kirk and we have Dudley. We have to deal with what we have. But he does come home and see that his dad... Dudley. He's been out. He's been, been out, out with, drinking with, the with his buddies mm-hmm. and having a great time. Yeah. But we don't we don't have time to dwell on that because Kirk Cameron, Dudley Moore, has yeah. to go out with this super hot babe at uh, school. Yeah. To the date, to the concert. Yes. Right? They have mm-hmm. to go see a metal band and Kirk Cameron hates it. He's sticking his yeah. fingers in his ears. He does not want he to be can't there. He can it. He wants to leave at 930. He is not having a great time. Nope. He um, brings her back at a respectable hour, I believe. Uh-huh. I think he drops her off and she's like so pissed. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, that's right. It's after he drops her off. They have their date, um, which he begrudgingly kind of goes on. He's like, I can't yes. get ready in 15 minutes. I don't. But he's like, you got to You got to go on the date with this girl. So he does. Um, drops her off early, and it's after their date that he gets beat up. In the meantime, while Dudley is home uh, alone, who comes to the door? That lady, whatever her name is. That scandalous lady. What did you call her? Josie? Nope. Jenny? Uh, Jebediah? What did you call her? I called her Jebediah. (laughs) Ginny. 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 That's right. Ginny is... She's on. She, she's showing a little cleavage, and she's ready for some love making, right? She, yes. So listen, folks. If you did take our advice, and you fast forwarded to the forty-five minute mark and you hit could play, turn it off. And yeah. now you're like, oh, I have to watch Kirk Cameron go out with this girl. No, no, keep watching because this part where the woman is with Dudley Moore is still pretty good. Now, after <laughs> this, you can totally shut off the movie. <laughs> But this is still pretty good. So when she comes to the door, she's kind of a demanding, right? She's very saucy when she talks to him all the time. Sort of demanding and elusive. That's why you can't figure out, like, is this how they are with each other? Or is she alluding to an affair that they've had? I don't know if this is the first time she's ever gone Mm -hmm. to his house. Mm -hmm. She sets up, uh, she sits down and is, like, bossing around, like, get the music, get the lights. You know, it's too hot, it's too cold. He's running around like a buffoon, just back and forth. He puts the music on first. It's the heavy metal. That's too loud for her. Well, when the you light say he's running around like dim. a buffoon, he's running around like a Dudley Moore. That's, yeah, I guess that's, that's, that's what true. He's doing. I guess that's true. But it's fun. It is fun. It is And then fun. she's like, I'm thirsty. Get me a drink. He goes behind the bar. <laughs> And he pulls out two cans of Budweiser and a candle. And he, like, puts them on a little tray. And brings it over to her, like, here. To which, I guess at first, she's like, I guess I'll go with this. But when he goes to reach for his own Budweiser, he drops the candle onto the sofa. 
And it ignites as though the sofa were doused in kerosene. Well, he tries to put it out but doesn't quite get it, right? Right. Oh, yeah. Well, he's fumbling all over the place. He doesn't know what's happening. So he pushes this sofa out the French doors, but he breaks the doors. He busts the doors. Oh, that's right. That's right. And pushes this couch into the pool where it just floats on fire. Yeah. It's a beautiful house, by the way. It's a beautiful place. Wow, his house is crazy. Mm-hmm. And this is where this woman leaves the movie. That's yeah, it. This is the last we see of her. She's annoyed by these antics. She's sorry she came over here. It's a waste of her time. She leaves. Exit scene. Exit film. Also, at this point, Kirk Cameron gets beat up by a bully. Oh, yeah. This is when he gets beat up. Um, and now it's just tough times for everyone. Dudley almost got laid, but burned, almost burned down the house. Uh, Kirk Cameron's had a horrible day at school. Chris has had a horrible day at school. Now, now, why is he... Dudley Moore goes into the shower because when Kirk Cameron comes home with his black eye and all beat up, he is just fully dressed <laughs> and in a shower, right? Right, because he does not want to see his father's naked body. Uh, see, now, I thought it was because he was the hot and heavy, things were getting, so he needed to take a cold shower. No? But even you if you're going to take a cold shower, you would remove your clothing. Like, I you're not know. that desperate to get in a shower. You're in your father's body, I guess, then. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know. And he never says to his dad, like, I saw this woman in a bar. Suddenly she shows up at the house. Like, he never relays this no, information no. to his father, right? Mm-hmm. No. Okay. No. He keeps it all in. Yeah, but this is yeah. where Kirk Cameron, as the dad, explodes. Oh, yeah, and they have a They have a fight. knockout, drag-out fight. And yeah. Kirk Cameron gets so close to a British accent at this part. Ah! Of the movie. So you can hear close. him on the edge. He's on oh the edge. He's God. like, dodgy. Yeah. He wants I mean, to do it so badly. But he takes, well, because this is an intense little kind of just yeah. deep little battle that they have with each other. Yeah. That, of words that they, they've long felt. And yep. now they say aloud. Um, but, it, but it doesn't get too far because, right. thankfully, Sean Astin shows up because... Uh, Sean Astin's like a dream in this movie. Just when you think that this movie, you're like, I don't know. I don't know how much more I could take. How much more do we got to see? Sean Astin's like, don't worry, gang. We're going to wrap this up in a jiffy. I got Uncle Laurel. I'm going to find the potion. Yeah. And I assume he's <laughs> shown up with the antidote. But no, he says they have to drive... They're going to go on an adventure. To get Mm -hmm. ingredients. Because this body swap or mind swap has been going on for an alarming amount of time. Yeah, yeah. They thought it would be quick and it's not. No. It's going to ruin lives is what it's going to do. So it suddenly turns into like a road trip movie. Yeah. They're in a bus, some kind of like tour bus kind of thing with Uncle Earl. Well, Uncle Earl's like a hippy dippy, right? Like he's like a hippy... Dippy. Archaeologist. <laughs> I'm really looking for a word other than dippy. I couldn't. <laughs> well, he takes them into the middle of the woods or into the woods, into the desert, um, gets them around a campfire. Uh, Kurt Cameron slash Doug, or Kurt Cameron as Dr. Hammond isn't quite having this. He's not into this oh. tomfoolery, whatever. Oh, I had to um, sit with they, my legs crossed. Yeah, That's I don't crazy. do that. I don't sit on the oh. floor. But whatever they they find, it's 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 actually Dudley Moore's character that finds the the little anecdote, whatever it is that they have to boil and, and sip. They do. They stare at each other, and it doesn't work initially. It doesn't work right away. Nothing happens. Right. 
bummer. I mean, this was all for nothing. We just watched right. them drive through the desert for no reason. And there's two big things happening the next day. There's the interview with the college for Chris. Right. He has an, he has an interview with Northwestern. Mm-hmm. Um, and, his and then there's dad, the promotion. Right. There's mm-hmm. like a vote for chief of staff. Yes. Mm-hmm. So the next day. So we need up, to get back. They got to go. Mm-hmm. They got to pile back in this weird van and just drive. No, they don't. No, they don't. No, they don't. What do you mean? They have to deliver a baby. Well, And okay. then they have to drive. They get sidetracked <laughs> because life is created. <laughs> so they get a little lost as they're driving. Uh, Uncle Earl is frustrated. He says, change these roads out here. They stop at some kind of like gas station restaurant. Looks like a. I love that there's a gas station in the middle of nowhere. Who would I go do there? love. I do love when they when they all pull up on this gas. They're like, "Oh crap, we're lost!" And they they get to this gas station in the middle of nowhere, and they hear a woman scream. And uh-huh. Sean Astin's like, "All right, let's get back in the car. We're all done here." <laughs> but it turns out there's a woman giving birth. And is there a doctor around? Certainly there is. He just happens to be in Kurt Cameron's body, but he can certainly deliver the the baby. Just Doogie Howser shows up. I'm not concerned. So this is this is kind of a a a a turning point, right? Right. You would say it is. It is fun to watch. um, Yeah. Dudley Moore kind of looked grossed out and just skeeved up at this Watching the birth. Like, yeah. oh, he passes out. I think oh he ends up passing God. out, right? He falls backwards. Yes. But Kirk Cameron successfully delivers this baby, and mm-hmm. they totally just leave then. They're and then they're like, like bye. <laughs> we did it. I got a job interview. I got a college interview. Gotta go. We Hope got you more guys pressing things to get Abandoned to. gas station, and you don't get murdered. Hope your baby's all right, even though you don't have any means of survival. But um, <laughs> Right. I didn't see another yeah. car outside. See they didn't ya. even have, when he's delivering the baby and he asked for towels, they don't have any. They just give him newspaper, remember? And he's oh, like, oh, all right. That's yeah. so unsanitary, right? Well, it works out in this case. And they get themselves back to, um, you know, to where they need to be. Just in time. Now. Um, just in time to push a woman out a window. <laughs> <laughs> But I do like how, okay, so, so yeah, Kirk Cameron is running 15 minutes late. Chris is running late for his interview with the college, so he's booking it, right? He doesn't right. even know where the guidance counselor office is. Well, it happens to be right, in, the doorway is right where the cleaning person, the janitor, is just going to throw a bucket of water right. right in front of the door. <laughs> right, the guy and, that just um, quit his job, and he's like, yeah. fuck this shit, he's just- Throws water, yep. I guess. And uh-huh. Kirk Cameron and slides on this water like hydroplanes yep. and bumps this woman right out a window. Luckily, it's like not even a floor up, I don't right. think. It's like a ground floor window. She gets bumped out into like a like the patio, whatever. Yeah. Um, or the, the window balcony. I and thought he like knocked a woman off a third story window. I was like, I know. What? And he does have a re- moment where he's like, oh, no. Yep. Um now, in the meantime, Dudley Moore, who is Chris, is back in his office, and I think he's trying to figure out how he gets this whole thing better, this chief of staff thing. Right. The, yes. head of, the head of the hospital comes into his office, though, to kind of tell him off, to be like, I don't know what you're thinking. You're not going to get this job, and you shouldn't be uh, boning my wife, basically. Right. Right? And I got to say, this quote-unquote villain of the movie 
is totally right. Like, well, yeah, he had a I valid don't, point. I don't Maybe don't care bone my how wife. good a yeah. heart surgeon is. Like, he's kind of been, I guess, having an affair with your wife for yeah. a considerable amount of time. Yeah. You're justified in not giving him this promotion. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know if it went to court. I don't know what would happen. And he's nice enough to tell him about it beforehand. He's nice enough to kind of come to his office beforehand and say, listen, you're just exactly. so you know, I'm not going to vote for you. I'm thinking of somebody else. Now, in this moment, in this moment where uh, Chris has knocked the woman out the window and the, the doctor is getting the news he's not going to be the chief of staff, right. is when the switch happens, right? Switcheroo. They switch back. It's mm-hmm. finally worn off. Those two shakes yeah. of Tabasco. Has finally finally worn off. out the system. Mm-hmm. Yes, Kirk Cameron. So now they realize they have to be together. Like they mm-hmm. have to now reconcile and be like, it was totally weird being you, but now I understand how dads are cool or something. Right, right. No, we have our moment of understanding between the two. Right. Yeah. Kirk Cameron um, is stopped by the bully. Oh, the that's right. The bully says, "Like, wants yeah, to beat him up like, now. I'm gonna yeah. beat you up with one hand behind my back. No, uh-huh. I'm gonna beat you up with two hands." So when the bully puts both hands behind his back, Kirk, Kirk Cameron takes, that takes off this her. opportunity uh-huh. to cold cock this guy. And does everyone cheer, or do I have that wrong? No, there is. I think I think there is like a round of applause and like okay. excitement for him. Yeah, he goes running to um to the dad's hospital to, the, yes. to basically plead with. With the 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 staff, yeah, he that like his busts dad in deserves the job during yeah. their vote. Like my yeah. dad deserves this because he's the best, and he yeah. delivered a baby in the desert, and he's and he's just... amazing and committed, and yeah, it's very sweet little speech he gives. And it is. Dudley's outside the door, and he overhears it. He's moved by the fact that his son would feel this way. Um, he now goes into the same meeting and and begins apologizing. The head of the hospital thinks he's apologizing to him. Like, uh-huh. oh, well, you yep. might need more than an apology to blah, blah, blah. And no, no, no. He's apologizing to his son. That's right. It's a beautiful thing. It's a reuniting. It's and Sean Astin's father there and son. for some reason. Yeah. Sean Astin gets involved. I think... <laughs> I forget why. Yes, I think he drives over with Kirk Cameron. Oh, maybe, maybe. Okay, okay. Yeah. Um, but then these two buddies again, we're, we're, we're arm in arm, walking out of the hospital, through the campus, back to the car. Good times. But Sean Astin has a little more of that serum. Why does he have more? Because <laughs> they just... gave the uncle a, quite a little jug, and it only takes a Get rid of but... This has caused nothing but problems. You give that well, Tabasco sauce bottle back to your uncle and say, sorry, uncle, don't bring any more crazy shit yeah, near me. keep this to yourself, I am irresponsible. Yeah, But yeah. the bully who has been punched yeah. out goes to the hospital. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Sean Astin feeds him some of that mind control serum or mind swap serum. And of course, the bully and the head of the hospital, the two bad guys from the movie, look at Ah! each other and scream. And do Kirk Cameron and Dudley Moore look at each other, like give a knowing glance, like we know what Sean Astin just did. They look at each other. They look back. We freeze frame. The end. Like father, like son. Like it or not, there it was. So and you didn't like it. I know, no, I didn't like it. It wasn't it wasn't 
It wasn't as bad as the other body swap movie we watched, which I'll continue talking because I forget the name of it. Dream a Little Dream? Yes. It was not as bad as Dream a Little Dream. No, definitely not. Mm -mm. Um, I think I told you this is a movie where it's not a terrible hangover movie. Like if it comes on TV and you're hungover and you kind of nod off during the Kirk Cameron scenes and then pop back into consciousness (laughs) during Dudley Moore. Like you could watch it that way, but that might be the only way to watch this movie. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. I I thought it was fun. I mean, I, I, it's not like I would run out to watch it again, but I thought it was quick. I thought it moved fast. I thought it was, I enjoyed Dudley Moore in it. My recommendation is actually self recommendation and to our audience as well. I kind of know Dudley Moore's career, like from the Arthur movies, I guess, but I don't really. But that's know it. it, yeah. I like, want to know, but he's had a career. Like he's done music. He did like a mockumentary kind of docu music documentary early in like wow, that was a lot of docu's and docu's and I really just that you threw just all said that. There. It was titular. Um, but, it was. Uh, it was I would... <laughs> like a father and like a son. What you just said. <laughs> I would like to. De- I, I that would my, be my it recommendation. Is, is it to is interesting. Delve into Dudley. I just wonder, like, that makes me a bit wary about huh. his career because, like, everybody knows Arthur and then nothing. There so is. So does other that mean stuff, his other though. stuff isn't good? No, I don't think so. It couldn't couldn't be not good. I think that he's a. I mean, he's so fun in this movie, and this was such yeah. kind of a not so great movie in in reality. I know that, but so I'd love to see what else he's done. And right. and that's a good I, recommendation. Yeah, just you're just, recommending Dudley Moore. Yeah, just as a person. As you know, I had six months to find a recommendation. Yeah, you did. So yeah, I did. did my work, and I found a movie <laughs> called. Like Father, Like Son. Ah! It's from... It's very recent, and it's not a remake at all. okay. It's a South Korean movie from 2013, and it is a drama about kids that are switched at birth, and the families find out, and it's kind of sad and devastating. It's a little more intense. It's a little (laughs) more intense. There's less MTV. Okay. I'm just going to say that. But okay. that's my recommendation. It's a good one. So, All right. So our next film, Jamie, we could not go <laughs> through June without celebrating Pride Month. And we're going to do it in probably the most offensive way ever. Or we'll have fun with it. We don't mean any offense. By oh, it. no, no. We don't mean any offense. No. None at all. Um, if you're gay and you're offended by this. I'll go on a date with you. Like, <laughs> uh, I can't guarantee that anything's going to happen, but I'm not going to say it can't. Oh. <laughs> yep, that's right. So, Jamie, you and I looked at the, all of the five movies that were made about gay people in the 80s. Yeah, I think there's seven total. Yeah. Seven. Oh, there were Yeah. <laughs> I missed two of them. If you count the Canadian ones, yeah. Oh, we don't <laughs> count that. <laughs> okay. They were accepting gays before it was cool. Right, of course. So anyway, we are going to talk about the George Hamilton (laughs) joint, Zorro, the gay blade. And before I watch the movie and before I talk about the movie, 
to anyone out there listening who is gay, I apologize. Oh, I yeah, I don't know what we're in I for with this. imagine how offensive this movie's going to this be. This seems like a very silly romp, but you hey, know what? Maybe it'll be great, and maybe we are going to open people's eyes to a movie that yeah. a lot of people have forgotten or didn't That's even right. know or existed. or didn't even know it. Exactly. Exactly. I'm ready. I'm totally ready. I am down with this. I mean, you, you just say George Hamilton, and I'm like, that crispy bacon motherfucker, ah! I'm going to watch that? Yes. <laughs> I'm all over it. I love it. All right, everybody. So we will see you again in two weeks. Watch Zorro. For Zorro the Gay Sword. The Gay Blade. Uh-huh. Or just watch the original Zorro. The gay... I don't know. Uh, but watch the yeah. Gay Blade, because that's what we're going to talk about. <laughs> so we'll see you then. All right. Good night. Ciao. Goodbye. It's the end. I drive a million miles to be with you tonight. So if you feel This podcast is part of the Podtron Podcast Network. For more, visit podtron.wordpress.com and Podtron Network on Twitter and Facebook.